0: That's right. I have on the phone with me right now, Elijah Burke, former WWE and TNA superstar. How are you doing, Elijah? What up, Daddy? And let's not let, let's not start off on the wrong foot,
1: my friend. You got to remember, not just WWE, not just TNA. We're talking about NWA right now, Daddy, and we're talking about the NWA World Television Champion, Exactly. Boat. Okay, let's make sure we get that in there. Well, by the way, <laughs> and you know your boy is doing good, all is well. No complaints,
0: my way, Daddy. That's awesome. So, first question I got for you is: how did you get your start into professional wrestling?
1: Well, um, it's real simple. I think everybody's familiar with it, but for those who aren't, your boy just uh uh had a golden opportunity for uh WWE when I saw that the OVEW. Uh, Ohio Valley Wrestling, which was WWE's developmental territory, was having their first Mm -hmm. ever tryout camp. And I basically uh, applied. I applied for the tryout camp, and um, the rest is history. I got a call back, and and I went. And um, uh, there was no guarantees. But what I was told by one being Jim Cornette was that if you come back, I can't guarantee you a contract. But I can almost guarantee you a contract. And lo and behold, uh, I went back. And like I said before, the rest is history.
0: That's awesome, awesome. So, what was it like working for Vince? Uh I, I, I think, I think, uh, it
1: was, it was surreal. It was, uh, <laughs> it was certainly a learning experience. Um, it was cool to see the wizard behind the curtain at work. Right. So that was, that was always a great, uh. uh moment in time for me to see how everything that i grew up watching mm-hmm. w- you know came into fruition and how you know the master puppeteer
0: was behind the curtain pulling all the strings to make this whole product that is the wwe come to life absolutely and how what about dixie what was she like as a boss and how was she different in her uh, in her ways of running things than vince was
1: but Dixie was different for a lot of reasons. One, because she's Dixie and she wasn't Vince. Uh, she was different because she, she was a woman. And, and, and Vince is obviously a man. Now that's not to uh being sexist, but uh Vince ruled his promotion and everything that uh he did with the iron fist. Dixie dealt with things more uh from a compassionate, uh uh personable type. Dealing with her folk, so while everything ran through Vince, uh, from the from the sound to the to the music to the lighting to the pyrotechnics, all that ran through Vince. Whereas with Dixie, uh, that may not, and it certainly wasn't the case. Uh, yes. But but the difference in, in in the atmosphere of both companies were reflective. On its leaders, and so with Vince, uh, you know there was a lot of, as you probably heard, um, you know through your fandom of Wrestling, there was a lot of walking on eggshells uh, with Dixie and the environment that she had set up, more of a family atmosphere. It was just laid back. It was it was cool, and the camaraderie of the locker room and TNA was was you know one that was just amazing.
0: Absolutely. So, w- about NWA now. Um, what is the experience like working for them compared to working for other promotions like the WWE and TNA? And what is, is your experience been? I guess as a positive one.
1: Well, obviously
0: that of
1: positiveness. Uh, NWA, uh, as I just spoke highly of the camaraderie that was in the locker room of TNA, is very reminiscent of that early. Uh, you know, and and in the middle of TNA that I was a part of because of the camaraderie, the the little engine that could mentality, where you have all of these guys that are just pulling together to uh, uh, reinvent and and help bring NWA back to a certain prominence of source and then to put uh, out a product that is so uniquely different from everything else that is going on in the world of wrestling and so uniquely different as the NWA product because it is a throwback to uh, what wrestling was, obviously, with the studio uh, set up format and, and, and just going out there and presenting wrestling in its purest form uh, with the addition of entertainment here and and whatnot the guys go out there and cut their promos and there's no scripts and 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 just just all of that magic that made the nwa what it was but yet with a new school feel to it as well so it's, it's it's just a great thing and again the locker room the leadership billy corrigan and 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 everybody just it's just a machine uh, that's working together. Like I said, that little engine that could, and then we're trying to put out something uh, that's that that's going to stand the test of time.
0: Awesome, awesome. And you mentioned about the about how it was in TNA, especially in the early stage, like the stages of it. Um, were you a part? There's obviously a lot of stories. Were you a part of anything such as paychecks arriving late or any type of experiences like that that has happened? Oh, us. Uh, what arriving late? Like. When they announced that like paychecks were arriving late, there was a lot of like stories. Ah,
1: gotcha. Yes. Um well that that was something that I I did not really experience. Uh, uh I, I, I could I say there's been a couple of times? Probably, but I, I, I never went without getting paid. Uh so so um I cannot speak to you know what other individuals dealt with. I just can't uh speak on
0: that. Awesome. So, uh, what what feud that you had in wrestling do you consider to be your greatest and why? Well, obviously, I think
1: I would have to go to, to AJ
0: Styles. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it
1: was it was started with the eight cars uh, tournament, uh, mm-hmm. crazy because I think that's the only one they ever held, and um, I was able, you know, that put, me, <laughs> that put me into the feud with AJ Styles, which will culminate uh, at the uh, lockdown pay per view, mm-hmm. uh, where I I battled him for the TNA World Television uh, World Heavyweight Championship, and um, it was just great because like, all in between that we toured, uh, we did the house shows and we just toured the place up. You know, we just tore it up. That was a great right. uh, uh, feud for me. I had fun working with AJ. He's simply phenomenal. That's not just a tagline. He, he is. <laughs> And, um, you know, I had other fun uh, feuds. Uh, one of my other fun ones was, was with more Joe, you know, the, nice. the, so in um, TNA, those, those would probably be my best ones that I could uh, recall off the top of my head.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So uh, what was it like being part of the ECW brand and how did it differ from like SmackDown and what was it like feuding with the ECW originals?
1: uh being a part of the ecw brand listen when it comes to wwe there may be a brand as far as where you're wrestling at but it is simply the same show okay. uh there, there, there's there's no difference you know i'm you're you're, you're wwe you're, you're wrestling in wwe and when right. you say brand that's not a the brand is wwe okay you understand yes. the show might be different mm-hmm. The show may have a different name: ECW, right. uh, SmackDown, Raw, WWE Two Hundred Five Live, and Main Event. The mm-hmm. different shows, but the same brand. And I don't think anybody should ever uh, get lost on that and, right. and the concept, the concept of branding, because there's no such thing. Uh, but wrestling on the ECW show, mm-hmm. uh, there, there, there was. Um, you know, there was there was a certain camaraderie amongst the boys that were uh, uh, slated to be on that show and and designated to participate in ECW only because we wanted to go out there and deliver as well uh, to to show that you know hey this show is going to be a good show. It was great to be a part of. It was like uh, it was like a startup type. Um, uh, show, and and we were a part of something that was new and fresh when it came to WWE programming, so it was, um, you know, we wanted to go out there again and make that thing work, make it work, and all of us that were a part of it, including the ECW originals, uh, we wanted to make it special, but, you know, again, it was a WWE show. It wasn't uh, an ECW show, so I can't speak Uh, to how those originals felt, but I can tell you they were not happy because it wasn't the ECW that they were a part of, but uh, going on to face those originals, and again, you're talking about somebody who grew up watching um, all of it and, and, and will stay up 1 o'clock in the morning to watch ECW on the Sunshine uh, Network here in Jacksonville, Florida. So it was pretty cool for me to get in there and wrestle all of those guys and a few with the Tommy Dreamer and the Balls Mahoney and, you know, uh, get in there with Sandman and Sabu and and the list goes on. Rob Van Dam, you know, I've wrestled him so many times, you know, so it was pretty cool. (laughs)
0: That is awesome. So we all we all know that being a professional wrestler is a lot of road travel. So do you have any specific road stories that sticks out to you the most that you'd like to tell the uh, listening audience?
1: The road story that
0: stick out the
1: most? Well, I I, I do have a plenty that I could share, <laughs> but 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 I, I wouldn't want to bring anyone else in on on this story part. So I'll just keep it. Uh, pertaining to myself, one of my okay. most memorable road trips is uh, <laughs> is when I I, I was riding along and, and sometimes I like to ride along because when you got mm-hmm. uh when, when you have your travel up the way you wanted and, and you might you know I'm the type of guy that I like to sightsee I like to make stops I like to I'm a collector so I like to stop at certain stores and see what I could find and this particular uh, day we were on the um, house show loop and I, I was battling CM Punk during that time mm-hmm. and I I I was cruising. I'm like, "Man, I'm I'm getting to this place. I'm going to get here early." And I'm doing good time and I'm just riding and I'm chilling and I I'm heading to uh Springfield, Illinois because we're going to wrap up that loop with TV in Chicago, I believe. And so I'm 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 doing good. And the next thing I know, I think I get to the building and I'm like, well, where's everybody else? I mean, I can't be that early. I know there's a, there's a time change and everything. And I, if I'm not mistaken, and I try not to, to be so specific when I speak because I'm not Rick Flair. I'm not, I mean, Flair this, at his age, he could name the, the place, the date, the time, <laughs> you know, what somebody was wearing. But your boy Pope, I haven't got there yet. So, but I believe I was heading to Springfield, Illinois, but I wound up in uh Springfield, Missouri or something like that. Oh my so, so okay. I went to the and luckily I was early, but the turnaround, I remember getting on the phone and I'm calling and and this is back when we had the block GPSs. We didn't have it on the phones like we have now. And and actually we yeah. did, but but we were still using those um tom toms and stuff where you put in the window. And man, i I typed it in and somehow it took me to Springfield, Missouri. And 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 it was it was a mess. And so it was a rib on me. And then I pulled on myself and I, I was like three hours three hours the wrong direction. And so I get on the road and fist like, just get here, make it, we'll try to stall time. And I'm flying to get to the uh, house show. You know, I want my pay, you know, I want to make sure I make it. And they're trying to stall time, stall time. And I get there right as CM Punk's match that they put them out there to, uh, they, they put someone else in there with them. And um, Fitz like, hurry, hurry, we can get you to the ring so you can make a run in. And and I, I made it just in the nick of time, but not enough time to even do the run in. So that was a huge rib on myself. One of my funniest, it's the, it's the craziest thing that ever happened to me in my career.
0: yeah. Wow. So speaking about ribs, did you happen to pull any ribs on superstars in the locker room? And if so, uh, what, what were they into who and, or did anyone rib you? Uh, no, I didn't
1: do the rib thing. I uh, didn't like, I didn't, didn't, didn't like participating in that type of stuff because I wouldn't want it done on me. Of course I had some, some, you know, uh, legendary guys to pull, you know, uh, Heart, little harmful was like The Undertaker. Uh, I ended up suffering a huge uh, gash on my elbow and, it, and it, it required me to go get surgery. and uh, Well, not surgery, sorry. To get stitches, to be seen and have it scoped out and right. got some stitches on the elbow or whatnot. And I remember showing back up to television and The Undertaker uh, I come coming out of talent relations because they kept me off TV. They brought me in. They wanted to make sure I was I was good and Undertaker and um, Kane happens to be standing outside of talent relations when I was excellent. the Undertaker goes, Hey, um, Hey kid, let me, let me take a look at it. You okay. I heard, you know, they want to check on, make sure you're all right. I said, Oh, I'm good. They, you know, they stitched it up and everything. And, you know, I got to wait a little bit before I can get back in action. Cause they don't want to open up. It's like, sure. good. Well, let me take a look at it. And so, uh, I, Open it up, remove the bandages and stuff. So take a good look at it. And he goes, Ugh. and I'm like, Ugh. he's like, Ugh. I'm like, Ugh? and he's like, uh, yeah, that don't look so good. I'm like, yeah, I know. He's like, no, that don't look good. He's like, bro, he's like, you need to go get that looked at. That he's like, you're in trouble. I'm like, huh? He's like, no, that's not good, bro. That's That's not good. And he was like, go to the doctor right now. You need to go to the trainer. So I take off, you know. And I, I, luckily for me, I saw him give Kane the, the the little Iggy and the little wink of the eye. But at the same time, it's take. Take us pulling the rib on you. You better sell yeah. it. So I sold it. And I went running down the hall, you know, putting it over. And, um, you know, even went to the trainer like I was told to do because, it's Taker, so that way the trainer got back to Taker, and they, next time I come around the corner and and Taker's there and, came, and Taker's just rolling and he pulls me in and, you know, <laughs> gives me a nice hug and a pat on the back. It's like, I got you. I'm like, yeah, you got me. You got me. But at, at the same time, I thought it was pretty cool because, hey, Taker took time to pull a rib on me. That means
0: he liked me. And so yeah. I thought that, I thought that was pretty cool and i mean talk about getting a good compliment from undertaker ain't <laughs> yeah exactly so so that, that
1: that was like uh you know if, if a guy like taker takes some time to do something like like that to you then that's that's like saying you're you're one of the boys so you're accepted by him that was pretty cool
0: that's awesome so uh what's the most exhausting part in your opinion on being a professional wrestler just the travel that's what i kind of figured
1: yeah, yeah just
0: to travel. And it's it's not it's just mentally exhausting. You're away from your family, and you know, just driving all the time. It it really becomes a burden at times.
1: Yeah, I would say it becomes a burden because you know what you're getting into. You yes. know, uh, there, there there there's there's not there's not nobody who can get into wrestling even to this very day mm-hmm. and not know what they're getting into. So it's certainly not a burden. If it's a burden, you shouldn't be doing it. Right. Well, are, while, yeah. So, but it's certainly exhausting. And, and I guess the word that you're looking for uh, is, is uh, challenging. It can be. Yes, exactly.
0: Yes. And that brings me to my next question uh, about like anybody that wants to get into professional wrestling. Do you have any advice for them on, on what to expect or what to do or, or anything like that?
1: Yes. What I always tell anyone to do when they contact me or talk to me, To this day and you know I just say look look you got the you got the answer in your hand okay and 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 that's your smart device you got the tool you know you have it and uh you have all you need within the power of your palm so get online go search out reputable schools go to uh uh uh, these schools that have put people in places and they have went on to make money they've been trained correctly those are the schools that you want to go to those those are the people that you want to be trained by uh, you got a lot of schools out here that are training guys and then you, and, and you know well who who have they put out you know where are the fruits uh, th- that have come from the seeds that they've planted? And I tell guys that, you know, like, like, you know, and you want to be trained by somebody that's made money in the business. Yes. You know how, you know, anybody can set up a school right now and call themselves a trainer, just like anybody can come up with a name and call themselves a promoter. Exactly. You know? So, so you, you want to do your due diligence, do your research and make sure that uh, the, the time um, and the money that you're going to invest uh, comes back that you get your your payoff for
0: it. Right, exactly. So, do you have any gigs, meet and greets or events that you'll be a part of that you'd like to let the listening audience know about?
1: Well, man, listen we got NWA Power back for the attack that's coming up. That's the first and foremost thing. That's the big thing right now. That's front and center. Uh, NWA Power is returning. We'll be uh, filming and, and doing the pay-per-view this coming Sunday. We'll be filming next week in Atlanta, GA. I'm not sure if they're going um, I don't think we're going to have fans back just yet. Uh, it's a Georgia thing, but we're going to get there, and we look forward to that. Uh, but this Saturday, your boy's going to be in Melbourne, Florida, for ARW's uh, show, uh, the Shamrock Brawl 4, and and, and I'm going to be doing something there, taking on their rapid fire champion Jason Dugan. A um, little, little bit of history that we have there, so uh, that's going to be going down. And this is Florida, so of course, uh, it's going to be sold out. You know, everybody can come be a part of it and see your boy uh, in action and do what he uh, does. But as I tell everybody, and I know you're going to get to it, but since I'm already in that area, I'll go ahead and say, if you want to stay updated and include in on what your boy is about to do, go on over to Facebook, Elijah Burke Burke. on Facebook, head over to Instagram at the Black Pope. That's D-A Black Pope, as well as on Twitter, D-A Black Pope, and um, you'll stay updated with everything that is going on. And um, Scotty, Scott, yes. right? Yes, I just want cool. to say, man, um, thank you. Uh, and and this is what Pope does. See, Pope, you can't give Pope the flow, dad. Don't give Pope the microphone for too long because Pope's going to start doing what Pope does. And uh, <laughs> but I want to say thank you, man, for supporting my charity, which is very near and dear no to problem. me. Uh, because Coach Charity uh, founded here in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, you know, I run my own events, might be doing one coming up in June, which is why I'm telling y'all to go follow your boy. But um, mm-hmm. the Love Alive Charity uh, is something that's near dear to me, and we just try to be the change that we wish to see in the world. We uh, take care of the homeless, uh, uh, impoverished communities, and we make sure that we take care of these kids and give them all the necessary tools in book bags, filled in book bags for them to achieve academic success. Uh, We're just trying to do our part. So I want to say thank you for supporting. And if anybody's listening, if anybody listening, want to do the same, head over to love-alive.org
0: slash donate, and you can contribute a dollar, anything helps to make a difference. Awesome. And that was my last question was uh, about social media accounts or websites. And of course, to promote your charity, um, the, and uh, obviously, it promoted that. But I do thank you for uh, promoting all that and for show, telling me about your charity. It was more, more than I was more of an honor for me to help out. You know, people that are in need, and I'm very grateful to be part of that.
1: Hey, man, thank you so much. Nine mm-hmm. years, we're about to be in our tenth year coming yes. up in January. Going to have a huge event. Hey, and if I didn't tell you guys, your boy's going to be taking on and defending my. NWA World Television Championship Sunday against the former Bram of Impact Wrestling, Thomas Latimer. And um, if you don't know, we also got the big guy, Tyrus. Tyrus, man, he's he's been he's been following your boy around. Anytime Pope and Tyrus is in the same promotion, shenanigans always seems to happen. So we're going to see what Tyrus from Fox News, what he has to say
0: when he show up at NWA Power as well. Awesome. I can't wait to see that. Um I thank you so much, Pope, for uh, joining me. It's been an honor for me to have you on my show. I'm a fan of yours. I've been a fan of yours since when you debuted in the WWE and have been following you up into TNA and even into NWA and you being a TV champion and I'm so glad that power is returning that was one piece of information that I actually didn't know so it was really good to find out that power is returning um, after this whole pandemic hell we've been in. Yes, sir. And I think I
1: think I I think that it's gonna be a great thing for the we we had built such a core audience with power that so many have been dying for the return. So yeah, we're yeah. gonna do it and it's gonna be exclusive on uh, exclusively on fight TV. So uh-huh. if you guys don't have fight TV, be sure to go out there, sign up, or just you know, pay whatever is going to be per episode that you want to watch, but you definitely ain't going to want to miss this upcoming back for the attack for NWA, which is going to be a tribute show to our dear
0: friend the question mark. Awesome, good, that's great, and like like he's uh, like the Pope said, make sure to you know get the paper this Sunday. Uh definitely uh get fight TV if you don't have it. Um tune in for NWA power. I thank you, Pope, so much for joining me. It's been an honor to have you on my show. Thank you so much, Scotty. Problem. You have a good rest of your day. All right, man. You too. All I right. appreciate thank it. Thank you. Bye. Yep. Bye.